This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. We'll have Riley Gaines on, 12-time All-American swimmer with uh, with the NCAA. She was with the University of Kentucky. Ended up swimming against a person she'd never heard of, Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas suddenly started showing up in the stats from UPenn. And, you know, Riley had been swimming for a long time. It was like, well, who is this person? I never heard of this person. Setting records? Breaking records? I mean, beating people by 20 and 30 seconds? Crazy. And then ended up swimming against Leah Thomas in the NCAA championships and tied Leah Thomas in one race and then, you know, lost in some other races to this guy. We go through all of it. I ask her all the questions you're going to want to ask her. Because she's speaking out about it. And yes, I do eventually, and it might be in tomorrow's piece, but I do eventually say, listen, why don't you all just not get in the pool? If you didn't get in the pool, wouldn't this whole thing have gone away? Her answer is pretty interesting. It really is. Um, great insight from uh, from Riley Gaines. We've also got Representative Nancy Mace on the program. That'll be hour number three. It's the Joe Pag Show for your Tuesday. Crazy Train Tuesday. That's Carrie Lockie. How you doing, Chocolate Boys? Uh, just fine. Good to see you. Polo's in the house. CJ in for Sam. Getting down like a regular. Appreciate you. I'm your talk monkey, Joe Pags. Tuesday edition. I'll tell you, as an interviewer, I pride myself in people like the interviews. I think I do them like a, like a conversation. I don't necessarily do them like a... A journalist asking, you know, very uh, list of questions that have to be very this and very that. Just a conversation. And when an interview goes so well that you that you say, "Hey, can you stay and do another part?" I just like that. You know what I mean, Carrie? I like That's that. It's awesome. not like there were no yeah. time constraints, and there was so much more to get to that I hadn't gotten to yet. I just like that kind of thing. That's awesome. You don't get to do a lot of that, you know. Hey, do you have extra time? A lot of people, you know, I gotta go, gotta go, got another interview, but that's that's pretty cool. Exactly right, and uh, I appreciated doing this with Riley. You know, even when I was a journalist, I didn't I didn't do the whole writing questions down. I never did a lot of that stuff because I always thought the audience would just want to ask a bunch of random questions, and then whatever the answer was, I went there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like okay, you give me that answer, let me change the whole you know 
pace and topic of the interview now yeah. because I have to ask this question. No, one thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. I think that makes it a pretty good interview. And I've heard some people who are unbelievable at it. I've heard some people who just stop doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's very organic. I like it. I like doing interviews that way because if you're so focused on, okay, this is my next question. This is my next question. I've got to ask her this. You're not focused on what her answer is to that first question. And that could have led you somewhere really great or someplace, you know, completely different. But if you're exactly so focused right. on, I've got this list of questions and I've got to get them answered. I don't know. I don't like that. You and I are alike. We're exactly alike mm-hmm. in, the, in the, because it's not my job to do 10 questions with them. Right. It's my job to have a conversation yeah. now that I have access to you and having access to Riley or having access to these U.S. representatives and so on. That's a big deal. Um, I've never, I've never once in my 32, 33, I've, I don't even know how long I've been doing this now. I'll be honest with you. What is it? 2003, 23. So mm-hmm. I started this in 19, 1989. I think it was the first time I cracked. Dude. Mind. Really? Give me 24 years this year. 34, <laughs> 34 years, Carrie. <laughs> CJ, you weren't even born yet. I was just was a doing baby. This. What the hell? When you started. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy. What's that? I said I was I just a baby you. when you started 34 years ago. That is what I said. Okay. No, actually, I started because I saw you doing something. You were celebrating no. your 40th birthday. <laughs> and I saw you doing something on local television. Nope. And I said, I want to be like her one day. <laughs> I'm and much younger happened. than you are. I was driving through Nebraska. And there no. you were in the cornfields. <laughs> reporting report. on something okay. uh, there's snow in the cornfields i don't oh, know good. so uh it's a really cool interview and not because i do it it's a cool interview because it's a great conversation with riley Gaines, and i think that people will gain even more respect for her because these people start you know their athletic vision their athletic dreams and ambitions when they're like toddlers mm-hmm. and then to make it and to be one of the top swimmers ever in this country for a female and then have to swim against a guy doesn't make any sense it just doesn't. It's a really cool interview. So make sure you stick around for that. I'm glad that you're along for the ride. Um, let's get into Pete Buttigieg for a second because this guy, for some reason, really thinks that his answers are correct. Now, what he does is he'll give an answer that just doesn't make any sense, but he does it in such a way that those questioning him won't really follow up and hit him harder on it. And you know, he'll never come on a show like mine. He'll never do that. Just like Obama wouldn't do that. Just like Biden wouldn't do that. You can ask Buddha, are you going to go to East Palestine? Well, you know, we've been there since the first day. And it's important to note that I don't want to get in the way of the NTSB uh, through my purview in reference to the Department of Transportation. So as a mayor, and I'm married to a man, we've got twin children that we that we actually adopted. I did take two months off for paternity. But the fact is, in East Palestine, go Ukraine. And he doesn't really say anything. And then people just, oh, okay, I guess we're good. But you've got some now. Is he saying when he's going? Well, Carrie, what do you have for no. me on Pete Buttigieg? Uh, this is from the Daily Mail. Pete Buttigieg revealed on Tuesday he will finally pay a visit to East Palestine, Ohio, nearly three weeks after a freight train derailed earlier this month, resulting in large amounts of toxic chemicals being spilled or burned off, forcing evacuations as residents fear for their health. And the Transportation Secretary, as well as President Joe Biden, have been on the receiving end of intense backlash for not visiting the small town of 4,700 as Biden chose to travel overseas ahead of the one-year anniversary of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. East Palestine's Mayor Trent Conaway touring to Biden's trip while his town is still reeling from the fiery 50-car derailment aftermath claiming his refusal to focus on domestic issues and instead parade around in the war-torn Eastern European country was a slap in the face. 
Uh, Buttigieg, however, downplayed the need for an administration official to come survey the damage and visit the community disrupted by the toxic derailment. He also suggested that former President Donald Trump's upcoming trip to Ohio on Wednesday is just a photo op as part of his 2024 campaign, again, bidding to take the helm at the White House. Since the derailment, residents have complained about headaches and irritated eyes and finding their cars and lawns covered in soot. The hazardous chemicals that spill from the train, including vinyl chloride from five rail cars, killed thousands of fish. And residents have talked about finding dying or sick pets and wildlife. Transportation Secretary Buttigieg says the National Transportation Safety Board, the agency which is responsible for investigating civil transportation accidents, should be able to work independently to address the mishap without his presence. I am planning to go, and our folks were on the ground from the first hours, he insisted to Good Morning America on Tuesday when asked why he has not visited East Palestine in the 18 days since the derailment. He did not give a timeline for when he will make it to the ground of the disaster. So he's going to go. Right. Just don't want to say, it's going to be a surprise, I guess. I guess so. And let me reiterate it. And again, there is no connection I can make through sources but Trump said he's going to go. Well, let me give you the timeline. FEMA says no to aid to East Palestine. <laughs> really? Knowing what's going on there, they said no. Trump subsequently announces he's going to go. FEMA, the federal government, suddenly says, hey, we've got some aid for you. Now, again, I'm not saying one made the other happen, but it's kind of, kind of, kind of suspicious. And now Trump is going to go as a former head of state to go assess the damage and talk to the people. And Pete Buttigieg, who could have gone 30 times in the past two and a half, three weeks, says it's a photo It's a photo op. He's going to be critical of the guy who's going to go as he doesn't go. Carrie, do I have it right? Uh, you do. Okay. So uh, now I've actually got that soundbite that you're talking about. First, I've got a, a, a Buttigieg soundbite from uh, a local affiliate asking him questions about whether he's going to go. This is, I believe, either a Pennsylvania or Ohio local affiliate. So I'll follow that up with asking, will you be heading there? Uh, I am planning to come. Uh, I've been uh, careful to respect the independent role of the NTSB and stay out of their way. Uh, But we're now entering the phase where it's about policy. It's about what my department does, uh, which is ensuring that there's a high standard for these railroad companies. And I think an important part of that process is to be with the residents of East Palestine to hear their stories and to talk about the action that we're taking right now. I'd be careful to not get in the way of the NTSB. How would he have gotten in the way? I don't, I'm, I'm just trying to wrap my brain around it. How would he have gotten in the way? It's not like when he shows up, they have to all stop and hail the transportation department secretary. No, you go, you go hang out with the mayor as the NTSB is assessing what's going on. You go and talk to the residents. How would he have gotten in the way? I've been very careful not to get in the way. And then here I think is, um, is the Good Morning America soundbite where uh, George Snuffleupagus, it's Snuffleupagus, right? It is not Stephanopoulos. It's not. No. What is it? Stephanopoulos. Mr. Snuffleupagus. Is not that guy? No, different. Very different. I loved Snuffle. But by, by the way, I loved him when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did too. You were you like a, an adult though, right? No, you are older than I am. Here is, I've uh, told you not this. so sure. Not acting. Amazing. So uh, here, here is Pete Buttigieg, the uh, the transportation secretary who doesn't want to get in the way of the NTSB, now being asked by Snuffleupagus over on uh, ABC. 
The administration has come under some fire for its response. The mayor of East Palestine has said it took nearly two weeks for the White House to contact him. There were shouts of where's Pete Buttigieg at a town hall meeting last week. Uh, what's your response to that? When are you going to go to East Palestine? Well, I am planning to go, and uh, our folks were on the ground from the first hours. I do want to stress that the NTSB needs to be able to do its work independently. But when I go, the focus is going to be on action. Look, I was mayor of my hometown for eight years. We dealt with a lot of disasters, natural and human. What? What? Look, when you hear some lefty say, look, you know that they're about to just lie. Look. I was mayor of my hometown for eight years, and we dealt with a lot of disasters, natural and human. What does that have to do with anything? And he keeps saying he wants to let the NTSB act independently. Carrie, does the NTSB have to do something special when he shows up? No, they don't. Well, journalistically speaking, can they still act independently even if he's there? Yes. Yeah. Get out of here. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Really. We've got a lot of great listeners in Pennsylvania, a lot of great listeners in Ohio. A lot of great listeners out there who are listening to this garbage. And uh, I'm sure you've got a comment on it. As Ukraine gets more of our money, as Ukraine now gets, I guess, they're going to get some money from Japan as well. Um, East Palestine still doesn't know if the, if the water is okay or if the air is okay or if the food is okay. They don't know if they should be breathing in their hometown now. And Pete Buttigieg keeps on saying he doesn't want to get in the way. They were literally chanting, where's Pete Buttigieg? At, at the town hall. They were saying that. The mayor waited almost two weeks to hear from anybody from Washington, D.C. So, I don't, I don't know, you're buying, maybe, maybe people listening are buying them. Maybe I'm off. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Go there, click on watch to go check out all the Rumble videos. You want to see the show as we do it live, uh, you can go just click on watch now which is off to the left-hand side. Uh, the Instagram link is what I'd like you to click on as well. I do the come on videos there. You're going to like those. Go and check it out. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Former NCAA All-American swimmer Riley Gaines. In about 10 minutes from now, we talked to Riley Gaines about the first time she met Leah Thomas. It was not a, a very nice meeting. I'll be honest with you. It was an unexpected meeting, I think, uh, the way that it went down. So I'll have that for you. Make sure you stick around. And what, what all this means to women's sports, a great two-part interview with Riley starts tonight. We'll continue tomorrow. Make sure you stick around for that. Let me tell you about Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is great. We get Omaha Steaks delivered to the house several times a year. Comes in a cooler right to your front step, filled, packed with wonderful food. You're going to love it. Desserts, sides, incredible meats, seafood, the whole thing. Right now... 
Enjoy presidential savings on Omaha Steaks' favorites, including tender steaks, ocean-fresh seafood, air-chilled chicken, and more during their President's Day sale. Go to omahasteaks.com, use promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S, and get $30 off your order. That's a $30, $30 off an endless variety of delicious gourmet foods from perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals. Every bite is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Visit omahasteaks.com right now. Enter code PAGS, P-A-G-S, at checkout. Take advantage of this exclusive offer. There's a reason why Omaha Steaks has been the number one leader of gourmet steaks and food since 1917. Nobody, I mean no one, comes even close to matching the flavor, the tenderness, and the value of Omaha Steaks. Go to omahasteaks.com right now. Put in code P-A-G-S, PAGS, at checkout. Get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Make that happen right now. We go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. It's going to be line one in Jim in Melbourne, Florida. Jim, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. I've called you a few times. Cool. I'm, I'm a retired New York City police uh, sergeant. I was on the scene in 9-11, and I understand what these disaster scenes are like, and I think you're being a little unfair to Mayor Pete. Okay, how I so? think Mayor Pete is staying away until he thinks it's a safe place to go, and I think we're being unfair. After He's a new mother. Okay. Uh, okay. Thrusting him into a place okay. where there's a toxic cloud could affect, affect the breast milk okay. and the development of the new twins. All righty. <laughs> see, I was I was going to fight with you, Jim, but then, but then you let me off the hook uh, because uh, I know that George W. Bush showed up and stood on top of the rubble, and you guys were okay with that. So, uh, yeah, okay. it, it is unsafe for, okay. for the new mother. That's exactly right. Thank you. Uh, and I think that's just fair. We have, to, we have to look out for the new mother. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate that. <laughs> Jim, come on, Carrie. You know what I mean? No, I'm not saying anything. Because when he started going, I'm like, because it said he wants to defend Mayor Pete. I'm like, let's go. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let's go. Mm-hmm. I, I was ready. But I, I know Jim from Melbourne. I don't know him, know him, but I mean, he's called in several times. We appreciate you, Jim. Thank you for, for lightening things up a little bit. Uh, Pete can probably go to, to, to uh, Palestine, New Palestine, and he might need a few East months Palestine. off for, for paternity. Is it East or, or New? East. It's East, East Palestine. Palestine. Well, it's going to be New once they, they clean it, I think. Mm. Uh, East Palestine, and uh, he might need a few months off for, for paternity. He had to be away from his kids for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know. Listen, I was thinking about, uh, next time I get pulled over by a cop, tell me you think this will go well. Mm-hmm. You know it's going to happen again. Oh, yeah. Probably next Next week. time I get pulled over by a police by a nice police officer whom, whom I support, I'm going to say, listen, I had to get out of the way of the NTSP. I didn't want to be in the way. So I just wanted to <laughs> no. go 80 miles an hour um, in this, you know, they're not gonna buy 65 that. zone. No. Did not, the, listen, the NTSP has an important job to do. I did not want to get in the way. I want them to work independently. It, no, you'll be getting a ticket. Yep. Maybe not. A big fat ticket. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mary Melbourne, let's go. Yeah, hi, Joe. Hey. Oh, I listen to you all the time. Thank you. I love, I love your show. I love everything you say. And Carrie, I enjoy listening to Carrie also. Ah, you ruined it there. Um, I mean, you, you were doing well, so you were doing well till that part, Mary, to be honest with you. But go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to say I agree. Uh, you mentioned something about... Uh, Biden being in uh, Ukraine and the um, siren went off. And the first thing I said is, oh, that's a fake. And then I listened to you and you said the same thing. So we both agreed. Well, but without anyway, a doubt, no, there, there, there were no missiles coming in. That's for sure. Pardon me? There were no missiles coming in. That's for sure. Oh, I know it. I'm, it's a bunch of you know what. But anyway, I'm an 82-year-old uh, lady and I listen to WNMB all the time. You and Jesse and the rest of them. So um, anyway, I just wanted to shout out 
first-time caller. I can't believe I got through. Well, Mary, you're the best. I love that you got through. We love you like crazy. Because she's a first-time caller, Carrie, I'm not going to rickroll her. Oh, good. Thank you. I'm not going to because, you know, she's like, hey, you know, we like Carrie, too. She wasn't really over the top with liking you. You know what I mean? Okay, so that's okay. Okay, you'll let that slide. I had she like really been enthusiastic. Oh, I'm only calling for Carrie. You know, mm. then maybe we would have an issue. By the way, we love Melbourne. We love we love being on there. We love WMMB. Uh, Bill Mick is an amazing guy. Uh, great station. We hear from you guys all the time. We love that we're doing very well there and that you're getting what we're laying down. Um, for me, it's simple. If you take on the job as the secretary of fill-in-the-blank department, you're the person who needs to be there when something that is in the purview of your, of your department happens. If there's a rail disaster, yes, you got to go. Whether you like it or not, Transportation Secretary's got to be there. If there's some sort of an issue with, with um, energy, the Energy Secretary needs to show up. Not some minion, not some doofus, not some you know, third party, third rung down. The boss of that department is basically the figurehead. They're making decisions with their administration in that department making decisions about how to run the department. I get that. But when there's something this big, you go. That's how, that's how it's really not any more, no, no more explanation is needed. I'll be honest with you. you, you you're going to be the Department of Energy, going to be the Department of Transportation, going to be the Department of Education. You've got to be there when there is a major issue, whether it's good or bad. You've got to be there. And if you're not, there's no excuse. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. We come back, it'll be Riley Gaines. You're going to like this interview. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show.